Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ. I'm glad that you have come back today as we're I don't really understand uh, is the stock market. I do not understand really, I mean, I get kind of a general idea of some aspects of it, but I don't understand buying stocks. I don't understand where the money goes. I don't I kind of understand how you can get more money from it or lose your money from it. But all of that really is, is somewhat confusing to me. And so I've never really been a part of it, never really invested in anything, don't really see myself doing that in the future at any point either. And though I don't really understand that, and I know many people are probably in the same boat with me, we all make investments every single day. It not, might not be necessarily monetarily, but there are investments that we make in our choices, in our lives, in the time that we spend doing certain things, and in a number of other ways. In fact, as we think about life and we think about specifically as being people of God, followers of God, we ought to be making spiritual investments. And the thing is, whenever we look at scriptures, there's really only two options. There is investing in God or there is investing in this world. Notice Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24. Christ says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Now again, Christ mentions specifically here money, and while that is, of course, obviously true, I believe that idea applies, and I believe he's using it in relation to the world as a whole. He's saying we cannot serve God and money. In fact, there's a number of other passages that indicate this as well, uh, one of which we see in the book of James, looking at James chapter 4 and uh, verse 4. Uh, James says, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Again, James drawing that distinction that as people of God, we can't be friends with the world because if we do that, then we have become the enemies of God. It's either one or the other. We can't have it both ways. John talks about this again in John chapter 2, then verses 15 through 17. He says, Do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For in all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Again, we see that, that teaching, that we cannot love the world, we can't love the things that are in the world, because if we do, then the love of God is not in us. Just like James, we can't be friends with the world, because then we've become the enemies of God. Just like Christ, we can't serve God and money. It is, it is always, and it has always been, either one or the other. But we get to choose. We can choose to invest in this world, or we can choose to invest in God. And both of them reap very different outcomes. 
as we see, you know, James 4, that if we are friends with the world, we're enemies of God. We see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 10, that those who do not know God, those that do not obey him, when Christ returns, he is going to execute vengeance and judgment on them. And so if we choose to invest in this world, while it might be beneficial, it might be enjoyable while we're here, in the end, it's going to reap an outcome that no one truly wants. It's going to reap that outcome and that reward of eternal damnation. As we see in Revelation 21 and verse 8, he lists several sins, the cowardly, the unbelieving, adulterers, liars even mentioned there in that verse. And he says, all these will have their part in the lake, in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And so you and I are faced every day with the decision of, well, where are we going to put today's investment? Are we going to put it in the world or are we going to put it in God? Are we going to lay up treasures in heaven? Which is what, going back to Matthew chapter 6, that's what Christ is talking about in the context of that statement. He says there in verse 19, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So again, Christ encouraging us and really commanding us to not lay up treasures on earth because all of these things are passing, all of these things are fleeting, but to put investment in those things that will last forever. Paul discusses in the book of Corinthians that those things that are unseen are the things that are eternal. And so those should be the things that we should invest in every day. And the question is, how do we put investment in those things? How, how do we lay up treasures in heaven? Well, I think Christ gives us the answer there in verse 21. He says, For where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. Or vice versa. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's where we put our time, where we put our attention, where we put our focus and our heart. That's what we are investing in. One of my favorite, favorite verses, especially in the New Testament, is Colossians 3, verses 1 and following, where Christ says, If you then have been, or Paul rather, if you then have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Paul says, We ought to seek those things that are above, to set our minds on on things that are above there in verse 2. Some translations say to set our attention or to set our affection on those things that are above. It's, it's that idea of directing all of our effort, all of our attention, all of our love and service, directing it towards God. That's how we lay up treasures in heaven. Putting forth the effort, putting forth the time to study, to know God's law, to obey it. Uh, Psalm 119 and verse 11. He says, Thy word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against thee. Using his word to study it, to understand, to discern between right and wrong, to know his will and to follow it. That's laying up treasures in heaven. Later in that same psalm in verse 105, he says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Using his word 
to guide us through this life again in his will. To keep his laws, to keep his commandments, to set our mind, to set our attention on those things that perhaps, though we can't see them, they are in fact the true eternal things. And to invest in them by giving them the time and the attention that they deserve. And by dedicating ourselves to the service of God. That's how we lay up treasures in heaven. And I want to encourage all of us every day. I know we do these videos a few times a week and, and maybe at some point in the future we, we might be able to get back to doing them every single day. I would love to be able to do that. Because I think it's so important for us to set time aside every day to make those investments, to study God's word, to keep his commandments, to help others, to teach others in any way that we can to direct ourselves and to direct our minds to seek those things that are above. I thank you for your time and for your attention here today. I hope that this has been beneficial to you and serve as, as a great reminder to continue seeking after God and putting him first. You will come back on Monday as we will continue to study the word of God with one another.